Welcome again to another episode of Agent Beauty, the podcast. I am your host, Kelly Tomlinson-Pollock, and I am joined by my co-host, Benjamin Pollock. Here I am again. Here he is again. Yes. Um, first of all, the strike ended. Right after we did our Yay. Yes. yes. We yes. released our first interview with Kinderman on Wednesday, November 9th, and that evening... We got the news that the strike was over, the yes. SAG strike, which we have been waiting on for a long time. It's been hugely destructive. Giant weight taken off of our shoulders yes. and everyone else's. Yes. Everybody rejoiced. I may have cried a little bit. Um, right. The floodgates have happened. The, dr- uh, drank a little champagne. Business is back. We are booming again. Yes. And uh, it feels just like old times. So old times. what a beautiful time to be a part of this industry and um, just excited to get going again. So we have a really fun episode. One of my favorites. For you guys today we had Ted Gibson and Jason Baki join us in our dining room here in Malibu right. um and and what a great couple Th- yes. those guys have been they've been married for I forget I think it was like 26 years really they tell us in years. the episode yeah wow. they're you know a true power couple um yeah. you know Ted being one of the most prolific hairstylists in the mm-hmm. industry Jason being a master colorist who's yeah. you know had contracts with L'Oreal and you know truly they've done it all they have so, uh, you know, they came on to share how they got started in their business. They're both from, you know, different towns in the Midwest. Sure. And, you know, they really, they shared a lot of inspiring words for, you know, anyone that's looking to, to be in the business or entrepreneurs. Um, and boy, were they funny. They were funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we met them, what was it, like four years ago? And really, yes. we truly had a very small amount of time to get to know them on a business level because then the, right. we were thrown into the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's been it's been about four years now, and, and they're wonderful. So this, this interview runs a little long, I think, because we were having so much fun. But they really shared a lot of great gems on entrepreneurship, on salon ownership. Yes. They've had product lines. You know, Ted's done every award show and magazine cover and under the sun. Not, let's not forget their their TV show. And right. yes, right. yeah, they talked to us a lot about their show, Blowing LA, which if you haven't seen it, definitely right. find a way to see it because it's it's a lot of fun. Right, coming to a TV near you. Yes. So, um, you know, let's see. I mean, Ted's worked with everyone. He's he's widely known as having done Angelina Jolie and Priyanka Chopra, Lupita Nyong'o, and Hathaway. Right. The list goes on. And I think my favorite thing about Ted was that I don't think this made it onto the show. But when we ask everybody what their favorite starstruck moment was, right. Ted didn't have one. Right. And I think that's because Ted Gibson doesn't get starstruck. He's the star. Yes, he's yeah. he's the celebrity, and I just we love that about him. We love Ted. We love Jason. Yeah. They're just the most fun. So, without further ado, we give to you our interview with Ted Gibson and Jason Baki. Okay, we are here today with uh, two men that truly need no introduction: Ted Gibson. And Jason Baki, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you for having us. We got a whole crowd here. Is that applause I hear? Yeah. (laughs) Um, We have been trying to get this together, and I'm so glad you guys are finally here. So let's just go ahead and dive into it. Okay. Um, There's a lot to talk about. It actually (laughs) took me a long time to figure out even what I wanted to talk about with you guys, because, you know, you have so many things on your resumes. But 
first, before we get into the most exciting part, which is mm. your new show, Blowing mm. LA, mm-hmm. um, I want to just start for a minute with where you guys started in your careers and hairstyling and color. So I don't know who wants to go first. I'll let Jason, uh, Jason you want to jump in? Just, I, you know. I know that you would love to go first. Yes. I like being first. Yes. How <laughs> you got started, you know, what inspired you, you know, where did you come from? Um, I come from Northern Minnesota. Yes. Uh, well, small town of like 9,000 people, a mill town. Mm-hmm. And I went to college for a couple of years at the University of North Dakota. Mm-hmm. And then I decided that I didn't want to be in North Dakota. So I moved to Minneapolis to go to the University of Minnesota. To study what? To study PR and communications. Okay. Um, but I got roped into working with a nonprofit called Up With People, where I was mm-hmm. singing and dancing around the world okay. uh, for All a right. couple of years. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, do the, the thing. Do the thing. <laughs> No, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Come on, do it, do it, do it. I'll do it some other time <laughs> when there's no cameras and no microphones. It'll be a whole um, other episode. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Didn't we have somebody else who was PR before they, uh, mm-hmm. that was? Yeah, Toby. 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 Yeah, Toby. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I always love sense. the ones with the business background. That makes sense. They get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The visionary. Yes. And the, the, the brain. Well, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm the brain, but <laughs> yeah. I'm more like the taskmaster. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so after I did that for a couple of years, I... Um, Went back to Minneapolis and was waiting tables, deciding if I was going to go back to college again or not. Um, but I really mm-hmm. wanted to do, st- I, I, I'm not good in that traditional learning style. I'm much better hands-on. And mm-hmm. so I decided I either wanted to be a chef or a hairdresser. Okay. And I was... Well, I see you cook a lot on Instagram, so I do, I you never let cook. that go. And, I, and that's I do actually too. My, yeah. yeah, that's actually my, um, my next thing yeah. that I want to do. The next like, thing. Is yeah. go, to, go to school to cook. Amazing. Um, but I decided to go to beauty school. And the first day that I went to the Aveda Institute, then it was called the Horst Education Center for Fashion, Beauty, Wellness, and Art. Okay. Um, I walked in and it was like when Dorothy's house landed in Oz and yes. everything went from black and white to Technicolor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, these are my people. Yeah. I love these people. And it just sort of set me on a path. Actually, where I met Ted, he was one of my teachers in beauty school in yes. Minneapolis. Scandalous. And don't judge. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite story. <laughs> so classic. It's my yeah. It's yeah. called hot for teacher. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I was kind of hot for teachers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how that <laughs> was that early on that you guys met? Was he like one of the first teachers you met, or had you been there for a while? He was, I think, the. So the way the beauty school ran was like there was how many? Eight. There was eight right. like blocks of learning, mm-hmm. and Ted was about halfway through. Okay, so I'd clocked him, you sure. know, yeah. before. Um, he was obviously very tall, six sure. three. He Hard had to miss him. Dreadlocks <laughs> down to his shoulders, and he was a competitive bodybuilder at the time, so okay. he was jacked. Right. <laughs> and I was the kind of I was the kind of kid in beauty school that was like doing ecstasy and dancing in clubs with wigs and costumes all go. the time. Right. And he was the kind of guy that was like in the gym and carried around like a giant bottle of water. Right. So pretty opposite. Sure. But I was like, I like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ben was a bodybuilder too. <laughs> oh, so, yes, yeah. yes, I was. I was a professional. We have a lot in common. I love that. Uh, and I broke <laughs> yeah. my back and went to film school. So. Wow. Yeah, so then that's why I'm no longer the Adonis that I used to be. Sure. I see it, though. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. there. It's in- yeah. I see it. It's yeah. We'll insert a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So that's kind of how you ended up. So, so I went to beauty school yeah. and then um, I worked at a salon in Minneapolis for a couple of years. And interestingly enough, the owners of the salon were 
a married couple mm -hmm. and they ran the business together. And I was also waiting tables while I was building my clientele and in beauty school. And that was a married couple running that restaurant. Mm -hmm. And so they were, I didn't know it at the time, but they were really mentors for me of how married couples can work together in their business every single day and make that successful. Right. Not an easy task. No. Well, you know, yeah. there's challenges for sure, but because Ted and I both want different things mm -hmm. on our way to the same goal, we don't compete about those things. Well, because when one of you wins, both of you win. Sure. Always. Absolutely. You know, yes. that's the beauty of it. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Ben and I running this that's company too. Thing. We're so always fighting for the same true. thing, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is the, sure. the health of the business. Yes. So yeah, so it's so amazing. So let's jump into Ted now. Yeah. How did you get to this point? Well, you know, I think that um, as a kid, I always loved beauty. Mm -hmm. You know, um, my dad was in the army. We traveled all over the world. And I felt like that as a kid, I kind of was drawn to different types of beauty. Mm -hmm. And when I decided that I want, I went to fashion school after high school, I was a high school athlete and I was mm -hmm. supposed to go play football mm -hmm. and decided not to do that and ended up going to fashion school after high school and didn't really like it very much. So I moved back to Colleen, Texas is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And I thought about going to beauty school. And the only reason why I thought about it was because a good friend of mine, I was about 22 years old, a good friend of mine is a hairdresser, and he drove a great car, had a fantastic apartment, yeah. and had great clothes. And he lived in Austin, Texas at the time. So I would go from Colleen to Austin, which is about an hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I would go and visit him at the salon that he worked at called Zan Ray Salon. And Zan was the most expensive haircut in Austin at the time. Mm -hmm. And all of the guys at the salon were Wrangler jeans and cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And everyone was super, super, super hot. Mm -hmm. And there was this kind of sexiness that was going around mm -hmm. this whole hair salon because these beautiful women were coming in, these hot guys were doing their hair, and Zan cutting. It just had this cold feel, and I wanted to be a part of that. The vibe. The vibe. Yeah. I did. I wanted to be a part of that. So I told him one New Year's Eve, I said, Ron, you know, I thought about being a hairdresser. He said, oh, my God, you should do it. You'd be good at it. I said, really? He said, yeah, you should do it. I said, well, I can't afford to quit my full-time job, which I was selling newspaper advertising for the Clean Daily Herald. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't afford to yeah. quit my full-time job. So what I did was I found a school, which was a barber school. I was the first student of this barber school that was starting in Colleen mm -hmm. and went to school at night. So I worked all day long, went to school from 5.30 to 10. Mm -hmm. And did that for 1,500 hours, which took me about a year and a half. And then went back after that to get my teacher's license in barber school. Mm -hmm. And then after I finished all of that, I worked on post mm -hmm. at the military army base, which was then called Fort Hood. It is now called Fort Cavazos. Mm -hmm. And doing taper haircuts and flat tops and taper haircuts and flat tops. Right. <laughs> Amazing. And then I decided to move to Austin. So I went to work for Zan. She so was you went to that salon. I went to that yeah. salon. She taught me the importance of a great haircut and taught me how to give a great shampoo and taught me really essentially how to be behind a chair. Mm -hmm. 
And this salon was a, an Aveda concept salon. So mm-hmm. that's how I ended up in Minneapolis to meet Jason. Got it. Okay. Was I moved, I worked for Zan for a couple of years and then moved to Minneapolis to work for the Horse Education Center, okay. which is, I wanted to teach barber school, but I always wanted to be famous. Right. And one of the ways of me being famous was to teach. Right. I thought that was, yeah, that would naturally, it's a yeah. platform. As a platform artist for a major manufacturer, that's how people become famous. So I moved to Minneapolis and did not have a job because I couldn't switch my, I had to have a cosmetology license. I didn't have a barber's license. Mm -hmm. So I had to switch my barber's license to a cosmetology license. I moved to Marietta fucking Georgia. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, One of the worst racist places in the world to switch my barber's license to a cosmetologist. How long were you there? About three months. Okay. As soon yeah. as you could. As soon as <laughs> get I could out. get get I get it and get out. Yeah. And I what, back. what year was that? That was nineteen ninety two. Because I moved to Minneapolis in ninety one. Okay. And that was nineteen ninety two. So during the time before I moved to Georgia, I would work at the front desk booking appointments for the students. <laughs> and was like this, oh my God, I cannot wait. I can't wait to teach and I can't wait to work with horse to own the company. And I can't wait to be a part of all of this. Right. And excuse me, the, the class that I taught was in the middle of the program as Jason was talking about. So I would see Jason in the beginning of the school term. (laughs) Like who's this freak? I was like as club kid as you could be. Like, like his eyebrows were that color. (laughs) He had a little bit of hair then. Wearing bell-bottom jeans. And yeah, just like, who's this freak? Completely opposite of me. So by the time he came to my class, he walked out of my class twice. And I thought it was really funny. Uh So he has problems with authority figures, obviously. (laughs) And (laughs) he walked out of my class twice. Yeah. Why? Because Because I... Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell your know. version of the story, Dolly. <laughs> Ted always says to, to this day that hair is hair. It's not about the color of the skin. It's about the texture of the hair. Right. And in school, he was the same. He would just repeat that over and over. Mm-hmm. His section that he was teaching was all about textured hair. So we were learning relaxers and um, how to cut curly hair and all that kind of stuff. And he said, okay, everyone needs to find a black model mm-hmm. to bring in to do a relaxer on. And I was like, well, I thought it's not about the color of the skin. It's just about the texture of the hair. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the assignment is to bring in a black model. And I just kept arguing with him about, well, then why is it, why do you say that it's not about the color of the skin? And I ended up just like walking out. because <laughs> He was yeah. a hypocrite. <laughs> but what I didn't know is that he was thinking, these white kids are never going to touch a black person's hair. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure that that happens. Yeah. You know, but he didn't say that then. There was a wisdom behind yeah, it. I guess. Yes. At yeah. It is wise old age of like 24. Right. Yeah. I can see that. Oh God. I'm sure the stories are just. <sighs> so, all right. So you guys are there. I mean, I don't know. It would take us, I feel like all day to yeah. like get into how we've Not actually shell. gotten here. Yeah. Horst, the founder of Aveda, wanted uh-huh. Ted to be in New York. We both moved to New York. Okay. Ted quit working for Aveda and started doing fashion mm-hmm. back when fashion hairdressers were in New York and celebrity hairdressers were in LA. And if you worked on celebrities, it's because you weren't good enough to be doing fashion in New York. Sure. Yeah. Um, this is like nineties, like 90s. late nineties. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then the tide started to shift mm-hmm. and he got the opportunity to do two covers with one celebrity and a friend of ours, Lucy Sykes said, Ted, you have to take this job. 
mm-hmm. it's gonna be good for your career and it was Angelina Jolie sure and that put him on the map as a celebrity hairdresser yeah amazing career in New York City we reached a point where we're like we're done with New York let's go to well, LA back up, back up, well yeah back you guys up. had a salon you, you had product yeah. lines yeah. 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 All of you gotta it. back yeah. up just casual no you gotta and back up New York. <laughs> listen if it's, if it's gonna be a two hour podcast it's just gonna be two hours <laughs> <laughs> It's an education on how to build a career. You're welcome, everybody. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, I'll give you my Venmo later. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you have to back up a little bit because I feel like that there's something that you're missing. That we had three salons and a product Please, company. And thank you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that legacy, I believe, you know, and I say legacy because I, we worked our ass off. Yeah, when you built you know the Ted I mean? Gibson brand. We built it. Yeah. You know, we did. And, you know, the, the heartaches that go along with that and the staying up at night and the crying and the, all the things and the emotional aspect of what it means to build a business and build a brand. You know, a lot of people think that it just so happens, but it doesn't just so happen. You know, there's thought process behind it. There's courage. Mm -hmm. um, There is things, there are are things that happen that you, of course, have no control over. And for me, it's always about how I handle those things that there's no control over. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, I mean, we've had a lot of experience. Yeah. Well, and just holding the vision of knowing where you're going and, you know, staying with it even when it gets tough. Yeah. Sure. Even when it gets tough. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. my hat is off to you and always has been for, you know, everything you guys have done. Yeah. I mean, up until this point and and we're still going. So you you leave New York, you're done with New York, you move to L.A., you Mm -hmm. set up your salon starring Mm -hmm. on um, Down on La Brea, which is, you know, it's still amazing. It's a gorgeous salon. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. And then obviously the pandemic happened and then that was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, cut to what I am dying to talk to both of you about, which is your new show, mm-hmm. Blowing LA yes. on Paramount Plus. Yes. Yes. Yeah, which is so much fun. Ben and I loved it. We are just, yeah. just, just, <laughs> just to put this out there, I am in the show in the background. <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah. For one Several second. Times. Yeah. So, so we've all show. been on the show. Um, <laughs> Um, I mean, but, you can clearly see my hat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what I want to know is, what is that experience? You know, I mean, well, let's start. Like, how did it come about? Because I know for a while there had been talk. You guys had mm-hmm. let me know. I mean, I feel like it goes back a couple of years now where there was sure. talk back and forth and there was something that was going to happen. It didn't happen. So how did this one actually, is this something you guys sought out or they came to you? How did this come you know, about? Well, it's followed us for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like been a minute. A decade. Yeah. Reality TV yeah. has been like, circling around well and ted's been on tv yeah you know before with, and jason too yeah. you know i always call him the sixth housewife of the seventh the seventh, right. the seventh housewife <laughs> housewife of housewife yeah housewife <laughs> of uh dc okay because uh real housewives of dc had a show for one season jason was on that jason was on that because <laughs> yeah. we had just Amazing. opened our DC salon Got at it. the same time, uh-huh. pretty much that that show was launching. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But outside of those two things, you know, Ted was on what not to wear for five years. Right. And, um, there's always been this sort of like producers or, um, networks have come to us and wanted to do something, but apparently like the timing wasn't right. You know, we're an interracial gay couple. Sure. Um, we're, Entrepreneurs. Well, the time is right now. And, and yes. Sort of feels like the time is right. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone loves the game. Everyone's ready for it now. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the jackpot. <laughs> 
So the time is right. Yes. And so, yeah, how did this one so actually? I an email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got an email from the production company mm-hmm. called Fullwell 73. That does a lot of that big does shows. That a lot of yeah. shows. You know, they took you know, the Kardashians from E to Hulu. You know, right. they did the Adele special at the Observatory. They did the Friends reunion. Uh, Ed Sheeran, James Corden is part owner in it. Just right. all of these things. It's huge. Okay, so they're legit. Big time. They're yeah. Big time. They're legit. And they sent an email and said that wanted to see if Ted Gibson, the most famous hairdresser in the world, would would be interested in it a really did say Ted, Ted actually yeah. doesn't answer emails unless you address him that way. So. I, I told him that at home. Yeah. I'm like, Ted the Gibson, most, the most famous yeah. hairdresser in the world, would you like your morning coffee? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> so they Don't got, forget my cream. Yeah. So they got you right off the bat. They got me that. right off the okay. bat. And mm-hmm. we had a meeting, a Zoom. And um, it's so funny because... At first, we were like, oh, God, here it is again, because that's kind of how it's been. Sure. Where we had been in L.A. for four years, and that was the third time that a production company had come to us wanting to do a show. Right. So it's always followed us behind, you know, it's always been around us. So this time, specifically, timing is everything. Right. And we think that that's what happened. Right. Yeah. You know, it, was it was just, just the right time. Yeah. It just meant to be. Because I feel like from the time you mentioned that this was something that could be a possibility, it wasn't that long before yes. I feel like you're booking on the dates and you're filming and all yes. of a sudden it was just off and running, yeah. you know? Yeah. And again, like you said, the behind the scenes is just years of heartache and, right. you know, toil and all of that. And then you get to the show and you're like, oh yeah, there it is. Right. <laughs> well, Kelly and I, <laughs> and they have a show Kelly now. and I both saw the show, all, mm-hmm. all the episodes and we were hooked. We, <laughs> we were watched it in yeah. bed every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like in bed with Ted and Jason every night. It was, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had fun. a really good time doing the show. It was really fun. Yeah. You know, there, there, um, you don't want to miss episodes four and five because, um, the other salon owner roofied me. Oh, right. That's and the roofie episode. Yeah, that's the roofie yes. episode. Yeah. So you don't want to miss that. And even with that being said, mm-hmm. I had a great time filming it. Yeah. Well, you let know. me ask you this. Do you guys like how you were portrayed when you're watching it back? Do you feel like it was accurate? Do you... I feel like... Not necessarily. I think Ted and I come across as ourselves. Absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. I think that um, anyone who watches it will feel like they got to know us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I don't consider myself a highly emotional person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like when you're watching reality TV and there's always that girl crying? Sure. I'm that fucking girl. You're that girl crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It was raw and it was real. You're like, why is she crying? Yeah. I'm like, why am I crying? <laughs> well, what about you, Ted? How did you feel? You know, I. It's funny because we had a screening of it. Before, we had the screening of episode one mm-hmm. and um, at the London Hotel. Oh, not the London. No, at the uh, Soho House. Soho House. Soho House. Mm-hmm. And they had all the all the cast was there and everyone from Fullwell and then blah, blah, blah. And I, when, when it finished, Jason and I looked at each other and we were like, okay, that yeah. was us. Yeah. Like, you know, it was no pretense. It was no acting in a different way. Right. Sure, I, I, I believe that... that it has to be heightened a little in the respect that it's reality. Right. But I didn't say anything or do anything that I wouldn't do in my regular daily life. Yeah. You and I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've known you guys for years, mm-hmm. you know, business and mm-hmm. friend wise and mm-hmm. all of that. And yeah, there was never a moment that we sure. were like, Oh God, there they go. I was just yeah. transfixed on myself in the background. Were you? <laughs> How many times did you say you're yeah. At least three in my hat oh, was two or yes. three. Well, we were lucky enough to come 
to your anniversary party yes. for starring. Yes. Which is yeah. such a, so much fun. And so so cool to see the behind the scenes. I've never, you know, been it, there it was while like filming 15, a show. Yeah. 15 cameras. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. Interesting. Was it 15? I don't know. It was, it was, it was a, a lot. lot. Yeah. It was a lot of cameras. It was a lot. It was, what's funny is like, I got used to those <laughs> cameras and all those people being around way faster than I thought. Right. It was really easy to all just keep being myself after the first maybe four hours. Really? You know? yeah. yeah. And then you're like, whatever, there's yeah, cameras just felt, here. It's just started to feel normal. Yeah. You know? I wonder how the Kardashians feel when um, they're not filming. Right. Because, right. you know, it's a, it's there really is, weird. there is a certain kind of thing that happens. It's like the greatest, greatest sense of false importance <laughs> in the world. Right. <laughs> well, I, would assume, I assume there's a glam team that follows them around. Sure. Right. Yeah. Was there a glam team that followed you guys? Around? No, no. I'd be <laughs> but there was a ton of yeah. people all right. the time. And they're like, Jason, you need to be here and you need to put that outfit back on and you right. need to la la. Like what, right. do you want us to get you lunch? Do you want us to get your whatever? Right. And then all of a sudden it was over and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I who normally get my Who am I? <laughs> How yeah. am I going to eat? <laughs> well, you guys have been fine. You haven't yeah. been insufferable no. since the show. So that's good. You figured it out. Yeah. You found yourselves, we found again. ourselves again. <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode? This is for both of you. A favorite moment? Or, you know, I loved your anniversary party. Mm. I thought that was very sweet. Not yeah. the salon party, mm. but your you know wedding anniversary. Because mm. it's what? Was it 20 years? Or it's been a long time. It was 20. 26 years. 26 years. Yeah, yeah. So it's your crazy. wedding anniversary. Yeah. Six year wedding anniversary. Uh, we just did num- number nine, so we're mm-hmm. uh, congratulations. Thank you. So that that was my favorite. I thought it was very sweet. So that was my favorite too. Was it? I, I yeah. yeah, that was my favorite. It was yeah. a really special yeah. party. Yeah, and we met some really amazing people. Like the chefs were amazing. Mm-hmm. The uh, the party planner Kelly Valentine was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone had it. The 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 um, Albright fashion library dressed all of our guests yeah. so they looked like celebrities like yeah it was no, just really was fun cool Ted did the hair for them all and it was just great and you know it's funny because it's in the first episode but it was like several weeks into shooting that we actually had the party so mm-hmm. um when we saw it as the first episode it kind of I think it's just sort of painted a picture of like who Ted and I are as people and mm-hmm. let people know who we are right so I think that was a favorite for me so you guys, you know, you both have just insane, illustrious careers in the Thank industry you. as artists, educators, trendsetters, entrepreneurs. I could go on and on. And you've also made a point of working to empower other entrepreneurs with mm-hmm. Worth Up, which you guys started yes. during the pandemic, right? Yes. Yeah, to kind of, you know, help up and coming entrepreneurs. I know you guys have raised a lot of money. I know that they covered that on the show as well. Yes. So on that note, I'm wondering if there's one piece of advice you might give to you know someone looking to start in the beauty industry i'm sure you get asked that a lot Mm -hmm. it's a great question though you know i think that they're you know sometimes when i'm working on set and the makeup artist is saying gee whiz there's so many makeup brands and i say yeah there are but that's the beauty of it right you know that's the great thing about entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and it's what i mean by that is that if somebody has a dream to be able to fulfill to be in the beauty business and they want to create something really great for themselves, whether it's working with celebrities or working at Mac or working, um, you know, on set on a movie production, you know, I think that's incredible. And then they want to create a makeup brand or hair brand. You know, it is about the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur is the spirit of our country. You know, I believe that. And we wanted to be a part of that. During the pandemic, we felt like that people were not really supportive of people that are in the beauty business. You know, you would watch TV and you would see, you know, the famous chefs talking about their relief for the 
restaurants, but nobody was on TV talking about what was helping for us as a beauty professional. Right. So Jason and I we were like, okay, so what can we do? What can we do to help? So we decided to create a nonprofit called Worth Up Alliance. Mm-hmm. And if you go to worthupalliance.org, you'll see more about it. Um, it's been, it's in, it was in its infancy, infancy, infancy. Like an, yes. infancy. <laughs> um, and we gave money last year. We gave money this year. Our plan is to give money, what we call dream capital, at least twice a year. Mm-hmm. And we're just... So far, we've given away almost $70,000. Yeah. Wow, $70,000. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just to people that's that impressive. apply and yeah. send, yeah. you know, their business. And we mentor them. We mentor you them do. before yeah. we give the money away. Mm-hmm. They get to meet amazing people in our industry mm-hmm. who have done incredible things and be mentored by them as well. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's the most rewarding thing out of anything that I've done in my career to be able to help these people who want to open their own business mm-hmm. um, achieve that goal. It's really gratifying. Yeah. And to see them just light up. Yes. Yeah. You know, to see the, the where they, because usually it's from six to 12 weeks that we mentor them. Mm-hmm. And to see them at the first week and then see them at the sixth or the even the eighth week, how... Yeah as not only as entrepreneurs, but as people, mm-hmm. um, women, men, you see the difference in who they are mm-hmm. because of the mentorship of it Yeah, is profound. Well, I feel like the beauty industry, um, you know, can get kind of a get bad rap too. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. it's dramatic and competitive yeah. and it is hard. And, you yes. know, these are things that we talk about on a regular basis mm-hmm. and that, you know, we deal with as an agency, mm-hmm. but in my experience, it's been a beautiful industry to be a part of and For it sure. is a big community and you know I've been able to grow mm-hmm. my dream from mm-hmm. starting with nothing with mm-hmm. you know one client and a dream to mm-hmm. here we are mm-hmm. and you know I, th- I think it's amazing that you guys are working on growing the next generation it's Thank super you. important Thank yeah, you. for them to hear from people that have been there yeah and you can do it and you, you know, guys didn't come from anywhere no, exciting I didn't you know, have a silver spoon I. in my mouth no yeah. not for sure not yeah. you know I think that it takes had a wooden spoon on my butt because <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad boy <laughs> I'm a bad boy was that at school or yeah, yeah, right. everywhere at a beta school stay, stay tuned for that today. right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that entrepreneurship is, you know, an incredible thing, Mm -hmm. you know. I call it the beautiful nightmare. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) You know, and when I think about entrepreneurship, you know, Jason and I are serial entrepreneurs because we have created, 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 shifted, reinvented, 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 shifted, created, created, created. I think actually that's the the best advice for someone thinking about opening their own business is Mm -hmm. like, don't be afraid to... When something's not working, reinvent. It, it starts to feel, someone used the analogy the other day and it just stuck with me. It starts to feel like you're carrying a really heavy bag of groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at, at a certain point, you just got to put it down. Sure. You know, like if it's not working or if you're not happy, mm-hmm. stop right. and do something else. Like when we decided to close our New York store, we knew that people would talk about it, but <laughs> we had, I had for sure reached a point where I was like, I just... Every time I look at one of my employees, I want to punch him in the face. Right. You know, I was like, <laughs> dreading going to the salon every day. Yeah. And when we closed it, because we weren't happy, we knew that people would talk about it. We didn't know that it was going to be in the Hollywood Reporter and that it was going to be in the New York Times. And right. that it was going to have like these op-eds in all the trade sure. magazines really? about what Jason and Ted did wrong. Right. What happened. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ted Gibson closes. What does that mean for the beauty business? You know? Sure. Yeah. But it was the best thing that we did. Yeah. You know? So like... What other people see as a failure or what might feel like a failure in the moment, yeah. 
when it's in the rearview mirror, it's just a blip. Well, and for anybody that also is an entrepreneur, you know, looking at something like that and saying, well, they did close the salon, but like, they're still moving. They're still, sure. you know, it's inspiring. Yeah. It is inspiring Thank to you. say Thank that you. that didn't work or we were just well, done you, with you, that. Right. Like, and then you pick up and you and keep going. And because too, Kelly, it was open for almost 15 years. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, where, where is it that, you know, as an entrepreneur, you decide where the success is, right? Right. Like yeah. it was very, very successful. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, we would. Two well, guys from Minneapolis. Yeah. Open a salon. <laughs> in New York Avenue. City. On Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. One of the top salons in the world. In the yeah. world. In yeah. the world. So I think that, you know, that thing about entrepreneurship is to make sure that, as Jason was saying, if if it doesn't feel like it's working anymore, you know, it's okay to shift it. Right. It's okay to change it. Yeah. And you know, the the big salons of that that time, uh, when we opened, Frederick Frikai had four four floors in the Chanel in the building. Chanel building. Wow. Yeah. You know, so everyone was these big, huge, huge salons. And when we opened Ted Gibson. It was 12 chairs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> On Fifth Avenue between 22nd yeah. and 23rd Street. And people were like, what is that? Like, right. why are you open that kind of salon? Well, because that's the future. And then when we decided to close New York, we knew that the big salons, at that time, we, let's see, we had 20 chairs. We had grown it to 20 chairs mm-hmm. in that yeah. space. And we knew that those big salons just weren't working anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything was changing. Yeah. So why have that $25,000 rent? Yes. Every time he talks about the rent now, it's five thousand dollars more. A <laughs> hundred thousand yeah. dollar rent. We it was a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. We also we had a four million dollar yeah. a month office, yeah. Yeah. which we let go during the pandemic. It is yeah. believable. Right. Yeah, like you could say any number. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Be like, yeah. yeah. I mean, New York, Malibu. Well, that's right. Yeah. You know? Yes, it's true. And then you moved your salon. You you started a new salon here. We did. Yeah. And we you know we vowed when we left New York that we would not open a salon again. Right. Like ever again, but we weren't ready to retire. Yeah. And we knew that if we were going to do something, it needed to be different. So we opened the first smart salon in the world, which is Starry. Mm-hmm. And we knew that it couldn't be the same kind of thing mm-hmm. anymore. We didn't want to have a retail because it's a huge overhead for a salon, of course, for yeah. a business that over it. 50% of your income goes to payroll, which is, first of all, is a big uh, no-no. Right. Yeah. But uh, having $30,000 worth of inventory sitting on a shelf, we yeah. didn't want to do that. And so we went to the, all the manufacturers and met with them and said, you know, we want to have QR codes. We want to be an experience center. This was in 2017, right? And uh, yes. we said, we want to have QR codes so that people can shop directly from you from our store. And we won't her- carry the inventory. They laughed, laughed, like literally laughed at us. Right. Yeah. Who uses QR codes? Nobody uses QR codes. Cut to, <laughs> right. no, yeah. there's a QR code on every table at a restaurant. You know? And TV. Yeah. And on TV and like, you know. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. I mean, again, that's the lesson. Just keep yeah, going. Just you got an idea? Going. Keep pushing it just forward because here forward. we are. Yep. Yes. So before we wrap it up, because again, mm. we could just keep talking all day and, uh, you know, we got stuff to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. You don't. <laughs> We're in Malibu. Yeah, we'll go totally. hang out. We'll hang. Um, just a couple quick questions that I love to ask everyone that comes on. So mm. obviously my first one is what's your one can't live without beauty item? I'm going to go ahead and guess what it is. Will you please? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the starring, starring by Ted Gibson. Yes. How? What's the ex- specific name of it? It's called Shooting Star Texture Meringue. The Texture Meringue. Yes, yes. the Texture Meringue. Truly one of my favorites, too. Thank you very it's, much. It has the best smell of Thank any you. product. It's pretty gorgeous. Ever. Thank so you very I mean, much. Just brought me one. So yes, thank you very much. Yes, thanks <laughs> yeah. for having us. Thank yeah. You. When did you start that? 
We started it in 2018. Oh, 2018. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. launched right. one product. We have one product still to this day. Yeah. Um, we felt We're like getting that, low, though. Yeah, we are. We felt like that we wanted something that would be able to put, that I could pull out of my bag that I can use on just about everyone. Sure. So I tested it on Tessa Thompson, Lupita Nyong'o, Deborah Messing, um, who else? Priyanka Chopra. Right. Just a few names. Sure. You know? Whatever. So <laughs> I tested it and they all loved it. Yeah. And, you know, in our previous life, at one time we had 38 products. Wow. And those 38 products were sold at Bendel, Saks Fifth Avenue, Sephora, mm -hmm. and then we went into Target. Mm -hmm. So we've had a really incredible time with product. Right, yeah, yeah. so you got a lot of experience. Our next product yeah. thing is we just, um, we just finished a deal with the Paramount Hotel in Dubai mm -hmm. uh, with a new hotel amenity line. Oh, so that's exciting. Sexy. And that's yeah. starring or that's starring, starring by starring. Ted Gibson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I so love we have it. two hotel, mm -hmm. we have two lines. One is Ted Gibson, which uh -huh. is more of a, like an apothecary kind of looking line. Yeah. And then we have starring by Ted Gibson, which is more premium. Okay. Well, nice. next time I'm in Dubai, I'll check that's it out. That's right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> time we step into the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has got to be a hard question because mm. there's been so many, but do you have a favorite all time red carpet look? That you've created. I also would like to hear the second best. Since the there's second so best, too? Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah. million to choose from. Oh, my God. Well, you know, <laughs> or one with a good story, or, you know, any. He's got something. Something's yeah, happening. Well, can, can, we, can we say cover? Sure. sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Our covers. Okay. So Jason mentioned earlier um, our, our friend Lucy Sykes, who was the fashion director of Marie Claire at the time. Mm -hmm. And this was 2002, Two. probably 2002. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I was doing a lot of editorial and doing um, lots of campaigns for Neiman's and Sachs and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, and traveling, doing shows in Europe, in London, Milan, and Paris. Mm -hmm. Uh, also couture, so I was going back and forth in New York. And I did not want to be a celebrity hairdresser. Um, and Lucy Sykes, who was the fashion director at the time at Marie Claire, say, came to me and said, Ted, I know you've been doing a lot of covers for us, and which have mostly mo been models. Okay. They, weren't, they weren't celebrities. Yeah. And she said, I have this opportunity, and I really, really want you to do it. I think it would really help your career and change your career for you. And mm -hmm. I said, okay, what is it? Well, it's a celebrity. I said, I don't want to do it. So she said, let me just tell you <laughs> that what's happening. Marie Claire is shooting in the morning. Cosmo is shooting in the afternoon. And Patrick de Marchelier is shooting it. Mm -hmm. And we're shooting in London. Mm -hmm. And you have to do it. I said, no, I don't really want to do it. I said, who is it? She said, it's Angelina Jolie. And I said, oh. <laughs> and she said, <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. She said, no, you really must do it. So she convinced me to do it. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when you talk to someone that you trust mm -hmm. and they give you some advice or give you a suggestion mm -hmm. and we listen to that suggestion and how that suggestion can change the trajectory of your world and whatever's sure. happening. This was one of this those times, yeah. you know, so I listened to her. Yeah. So I flew to London to do those covers and it was when she had just divorced Billy Bob mm -hmm. and was still really essentially was that weird girl with, blood around her neck yeah, okay. right and she had just adopted Maddox mm -hmm. and we shot this cover these covers and we hit it off mm -hmm. and 
I would say that those two covers were really the thing that changed the pivotal moment, the pivotal moment for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, a good story. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I have goosebumps. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> really right. Incredible. And you know what? I, I reminisce about it a lot. We just actually went through the storage unit <laughs> and found, found the magazine yeah. that Angie wrote a little oh, message to Ted on the Amazing. cover. And like, we need a picture of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have one from George Takei. You do? Oh, I really? Very quickly. I, I just was, met him. I, I was in a, a years and years and years ago. I directed him just recently, but years and years and years ago, I was on an airplane. I took a sleeping pill and a glass of champagne. I was in first class. And I was in seat 1A. 2A was open, and they were holding the plane. This was pre-terrorism. And um, they held the plane, they held the plane, and suddenly I take my pill, I take my champagne. So you I'm, took it too I'm, early? Uh, yeah, I'm fading okay. up because I, how I flew is I, I, I would be unconscious. And then when I'd land, I'd wake, and it'd be like it never happened because I hate flying. I do too. So as I'm <laughs> passing out, I look over, and who's sitting down next to me? George Decay. And I look at him, and I go, <laughs> next thing I know, he's shaking me. And he goes, wake up, wake up. And we've landed. And, and I'm like, oh. And I grabbed my menu, which was there. And I said, could you sign my menu? And he goes, man, you really slept. <laughs> <laughs> and he signed it. He signed my stellar flying with you. And, and then years later, when I directed him, I said, here, I have this Stop menu. It. And he's amazing. like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. So actually, we became friendly. So, but oh, yes, wow. but nevertheless, that, I don't know. It's an aside. Okay. That's a great story, <laughs> though. You know, what an incredible man. Sorry, I know that. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, we, I have so much appreciation for him. George Decay. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, yeah. And he's quite an actor, too. He's, yeah. he's quite good. Yeah. yeah. I have an airplane story where I was, I was in <laughs> I first I also. This one. Yeah. And there was a woman, an Asian woman sleeping next to me. And... I was I had to get up to go to the restroom or something and I knocked over my water bottle and it landed on her head. Oh, dear. And she sat up and she screamed like the plane was crashing and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just knocked over my bottle, whatever." And she was very not pleased with yeah. me. I had no idea who she was and then like a, 5 days later she's accepting the Academy Award for <laughs> Whatever that Korean sensation was that was a movie. I don't remember the name of it. But I was like, oh, my God, that's the woman I assaulted right. on the plane. <laughs> Assaulting Oscar winners. Well, I sat across from Diana Ross that's on right. a jet suite flight to Vegas that's a couple right. years God. ago. I was there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She, here's the thing about her. She had a, her hair. Yeah. It was amazing. Was, was a big poof, and yeah. it was covering her face. Yeah. And she was sitting very quietly, and we were like, I, we know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Not she, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were not so cool. We were not cool. Anyway. I don't blame you. Yeah. Off to the... Anyway, so I, wanna, I wanted to follow up with you, though, because you didn't want to do celebrity. You wanted to say no. You yeah. finally gave in. At what point did it feel like it became okay? Was it just like after that, you were like, okay, I'll do celebrities? Or like, was it a while before you kind of continued to dip your toe into... No, because everyone wanted to know who was doing Angie's hair. Sure. And... It was it was the it was the pivotal part mm -hmm. of I would say her rise rise to fame right you yeah know? it was it was that part you know I would say hashtag hair changes everything because I believe that it does there Absolutely. is something that happens yeah. with a woman and I see it I've seen it countless times over and over over again in my career where specifically Angie it went from again that weird girl to this phenomena iconic iconic yeah and it was also you know? at the time that everything was changing that it was going from models to celebrities mm -hmm. celebrities yeah. started doing all the covers started doing all the campaigns so it was sort yeah. of a natural progression once right. that happened and she was also like the kind of woman that Ted would do her hair and then through the interview or whatever she was doing she would just touch it 
Right. Like she wasn't afraid to touch what he did and sort of make it her own, which made it even which is my favorite more right. authentic. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's my yeah. favorite. It's my favorite thing. Well, and I think it's a great thing to remember that, you know, obviously when you said yes to doing that cover, you didn't anticipate that it would probably be anything more than just another no, day of work. You know, like sometimes sure, sure, you sure. have to trust yes. the process and, you know, yeah. follow things where they lead because you just never know. And sometimes I'm, uh, well, not sometimes I am a control freak. So sure. therefore giving into that right. took a lot right. of trust. Right. So I trusted Lucy. Right. You know? Yeah. And you know, the, the thing about that period, I'll, I'll tell, can I just tell a story? Sure. sure. Okay. So that period of time, we were in a hotel room getting her ready f to go to James Lipton, mm -hmm. which was called the actor studio mm -hmm. and yeah. was incredible. And we left we the, the Waldorf. No, we were at on 57th street. I forgot the name of the hotel, big Doesn't hotel. Matter. That's where she always stayed. The Trump. No. <laughs> on, the, on the other side. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so she, we left the hotel. We were leaving the hotel to get in the SUV. And as we get, leave the hotel to go get into the SUV, there's a, you know, a few paparazzi. Mm -hmm. And maybe 15. By the time we get downtown to do James Lipton, there's more paparazzi. We leave. J and if you haven't seen that James Lipton interview with Angelina, you have to see it. It's mm -hmm. like no other interview. Mm -hmm. We leave James Lipton to go back to the hotel. We get to the hotel, and I, no, no, no shit. Mm -hmm. Like 40 steps of paparazzi. Wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 40 steps by the time we get to the hotel. Yeah. yeah. And as we get there, you could feel the heat from the light bulbs from, yeah. because there weren't phones, they were all right. using. Right regular cameras with light bulbs. You could feel the heat from the light bulbs. Mm -hmm. I haven't experienced anything like it wow. since. Right. Just that wow. wild. Just how wild. Celebrity. How yeah. That wild right. that's, celebrity. A, that's a passing thing. That'll never happen again. It'll Not never happen way. again. Yeah. Not like yeah. that. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe the Jenners, maybe have, maybe they have some of that, but not like that. Right. You know? Right. Um, yeah, it was incredible. Do you have a favorite place that you, you guys travel a lot? Is there somewhere you've, yeah, your favorite place you've ever had to for travel work for, work. for for work yeah. for work yeah you know i love the caribbean okay what'd you do there um so many things yeah um, <laughs> some of them you can talk about some <laughs> of them you can't well you know <laughs> exactly um i used to shoot for l a lot so mm -hmm. those those caribbean trips were a lot for l mm -hmm. l magazine and at the time Gilles ben simone who yeah. was the, kind of the founder of l magazine was shooting most of those okay mm -hmm. right amazing yeah. what about you jason um, I would say I, I've, I worked for L'Oreal for a decade, so yeah. I went to Paris a lot and I love Paris, but Ted and I shot a couple of commercials for mass hair care products in Mexico city. Mm -hmm. I love Mexico city. Yeah. It's I hear amazing. that's really amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of like New York in the way that there's like distinct neighborhoods that each one has its own personality. Mm -hmm. So I really, I loved it. I love the people. I love the food. It's amazing. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then my final question, which uh -oh. is always my favorite. Uh -oh. um, I would like to ask you to share one pinch me starstruck moment that you've ever had while you were working. And oh I'm my sure God. there's been a million. So, so you have to pick one. <laughs> starstruck moment. I have one that's kind of funny. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I'd been coloring this actor's hair. She was um, doing her... Broadway debut 
in a play. And she was a client of Ted's. And I love this kind of hair color project because it's like helping to create the character. She's like, right. I need to look like a publicist. So I made her look like a publicist. And we were, after the play had finished, we were in her dressing room and Ted was getting her ready for the after party. And I was sitting on the floor because the rooms backstage in Broadway places are so old and so small and so cramped. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting on the floor and all of a sudden she stood up and took off all of her clothes and her like vagina was probably like four <laughs> inches from my face. Yeah. So okay. I was definitely struck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so struck. Yes. She was struck. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of job hazards. That come <laughs> job. With this job. You never know. You never know. What a vagina is going to be in your face. I'm going to refrain yeah. from making any jokes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Ted? What about you, Ted? I don't know. I can't even top <laughs> you that. Can't like, top there's that. nothing I could say that yeah. would be good enough for that one. That, <laughs> I mean, that was really you know, good. I, I remember that moment. Yeah, actually. Ted's been on Oprah. <laughs> like, where do you go from like, yeah, Oprah? You know, you know? I, I mean, I've I've had a really great career. Kelly. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I have. I've had a lot of, lot of, lot of opportunities to be able to. Um, be a slash. We call them slashes. Sure. <laughs> you know, a hyphenate. You know, yeah. I do this, I do that, I do this, and I slash this. And you know, sure. I think that that's what's important about my career is that I have been a hairdresser and I've been an entrepreneur and I've owned salons and I've had product and I've been an educator. I mean, I've done a lot of really incredible things. Right. And the starstruck thing, I, I, I mean, I can't top that. I one time right. at our salon on Fifth Avenue was coloring an actor's hair, and another actor came in off the elevator who I was a big fan of. Mm -hmm. And I said to the actor whose hair I was coloring, I was like, oh my God, I'm so star starstruck. And the client was like, really? And I was like, oh, not you, by her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ouch. Never saw her again. Yeah. <laughs> that was a one-off. Sorry, uh, babe. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, that's the beauty of this business, you know? We get to live the dream. Oh, we get dear. to see all the cool people and, you know, be on the cutting edge of it. So, you know, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. We'll so much fun. love to have you back another time. And I can't wait for everybody to hear it. There's Yay. a lot of gems in here. Yeah. So, so good. All right. All right. I, I think that's it. I Thank think that's you. a wrap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you great. so much, everyone, for listening. I love that interview. We we laughed a lot. Really great energy. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, thank you for listening once again. We are Agent Beauty, the podcast. You can find us on any anywhere podcasts are available. Make right. sure that you follow us, subscribe, like us, whatever. Check us out on Instagram. Whatever that means. We are right. Instagram at agent underscore beauty. And we have so many more fun interviews coming up. We can't wait for you guys to hear the right. rest. All things will be on agentbeauty.com. Oh,